choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. All right. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Um, thanks for asking. Sorry for the wait. Episode 59 is here. I'm Suave at Sincerely Suave. Kells at KMGZ. And them birds made Suave sick, so that's why we late. They gave her the bird flu for gentrifying their neighborhood. Yeah, but the crow came and got the motherfucker, so I ain't had to do shit. <laughs> I thought you said you moved the flowers. No, I didn't move my fucking flowers. Like, one of them was knocked over. I don't know if they got to it or what happened, but whatever. Crow came and got the motherfuckers and finished out that shit yesterday. So are they are they all gone now? Like the birds left? Them shit is gone. Maybe, that, maybe that's why they was acting like that because they knew that crow was on the prowl, so they was like extra sensitive. I don't know. They spent more time worried about me. Should have been worried about that fucking crow. That crow came and got dead. <laughs> all right, y'all. So. Uh, well, we got uh, one more current event since the last current event. Um, so we'll start with that. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Oh, that my yours and that too. Okay, yeah. I always forget that. My bad. Go ahead. Because I actually have one too. Go ahead. All right, yeah. just want to shout out Muhammad Ali for being a great, great athlete, a great man, black man, um, just an all-around great figure to have. Um, I wasn't around and, you know, when he was at his pinnacle. But, Neither was I. But a lot of people, you know, have informed me about what he's done and my own research and everything. And he's just, he was just an um, athlete. And that's hard to find. It's rare. We haven't seen it again. We won't see it again. Um, so that's it. Yeah, just want to shout him out. The greatest of all time. Like, when you hear people call themselves the GOAT, that's where they get it from, man. That dude was the... the like, it's it's so fresh. Like, maybe next week I'll have more to say. But, like, people, y'all don't understand. Like, we don't have this man. <laughs> Bro, I ain't about to go on a rant. But just understand that, like, stop comparing Muhammad Ali to LeBron James and all these motherfuckers out now who ain't about shit. Because this month, this man... Stood for something. He stood for his people. He stood for principles. He loved his people. He loved himself. And he told the white man that he was black. Every chance he got, they stripped him of his title. They stripped him of his ability to make a living for it. And he still did it. And he won. And he's the greatest of all time. And he risked it all. And no, none of these coon-ass athletes out nowadays who can't even barely open their mouth because they're afraid they're going to leave a check compares. Okay? They just don't. The whole reason that they can have the Jordans and all these motherfuckers is because Muhammad Ali. Like, and, and you white people, stop with this transcend race bullshit. That's a bunch of bullshit. He was a black man. He was a black Muslim. He was a Muslim. He loved his people. He risked it all for his people. And he was the greatest of all time. And he, I, I don't have, I don't do this hero shit. Like, I don't, you know, because I feel like everybody's a human being. And even Ali, everybody has faults. But, like, if there's 
that's why when people get on the Jordans or, and the Kobe's, and I don't give a fuck about none of them niggas. Muhammad Ali was a person I looked up to and was a person I admired because he stood for his principles. He understood that he was the best. And like he told people, I don't have to be the way you want me to be. I can be the way I want to be because I'm a man and nothing you say is going to diminish what I do and I'm not going to let you diminish what I do. And, and that resonated like shit with me. And you can have all these other motherfuckers out here. I don't like them. I don't wish them no bad. You know, you got your rings, you got your championship. That's fine. I'm not taking nothing away from you, but I don't, I don't, I have nothing for you. I don't look up to you. I don't admire you. I really don't give a fuck about you. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't wish you bad, but like LeBron, I particularly don't give a fuck about. Like I said, I liked him before, but you know, I just, I can't understand how, how you can let a man like Dan Gilbert put out a letter out basically calling you everything but a nigga for all intents and purposes. And not just that. I mean, it's one thing to be mad and rant rave, but then to wish you bad. Yeah, you're never going to win, and you go in it. Like, he wished you bad. And just to go running back to him, like, I'm whatever. Y'all say what y'all want to say, and LeBron got plenty of apologists. But, you know, I don't want Cleveland to win. I hope Golden State sweeps them. I think they won't sweep when they might win in five or six. But, like, he just, that's not for me, man. That, that's y'all hero cool. That's not for me. I'll take Kobe over over that dude just because of that. I don't like Jordan either because I feel like Jordan was a coon, never stood up for nothing. And I feel like secretly him and Charles Barkley sit around talking about niggas like, you know, Toms do. So whatever. But Ali, Ali was, was, was the greatest of all time. And he is is in a league of his own. And there's no comparisons. And I mean, I'm not, I can't really say I'm sad like I was with Prince because, it, you know, he he had been on the he had Parkinson's as everybody knows. He had been on decline for a long time. He wasn't himself. He wasn't who he was. And it, it hurt a lot of people like me. Like when he went to the Olympics and he was shaking it, like that hurt me to see because we knew how proud and, and beautiful a man he was. So to see him like that, it was kind of hurtful. So, you know, I'm not really I mean, I'm sad because he's gone, but it's like, you know, he 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 was going a long time with that stuff. And I'm sure he felt, you know, it, it was killing him to not be able to be who he was because of, cause of that disease. So, you know, it, it's he was the greatest of all time, man. And, like, we we, we lost some big ones in 2016, bro. This is, this is yeah. rough. This year's rough. Um, yeah, he wasn't – my only hero has ever been Michael Jackson, so I didn't really <laughs> anybody else. I lost him, and I was fucking destroyed. It's been fuck everybody. Shit. That's the honest truth. Like, all these other blows, they've been blows. Whitney Prince, but when Mike went, it was like – Hey man, like I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like it's been we kind of been like on on autopilot since then. That's the that's the truth right there. That shit started it all off, and now it's like shit is devastating. But shit, yeah, but like that came because that was just a, such a shock. It was like it right. was like yo, what the fuck? Like this came out of absolutely nowhere. nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Not not that I'm saying Prince and all the mothers didn't hurt, but like Whitney, we knew that she had these issues. Mm-hmm. You know, Prince, we knew that, he, you know. Prince was he, a shock though. Prince was pretty healthy. I mean. It was a shock, but it was like, you know, we quickly figured out, well, yeah. we knew that he had this, you know what I'm saying? Muhammad Ali, we knew that, you know, he was getting up there at Parkinson's. We knew stuff was going on, but Mike, yeah. being good. That yeah, to just be dead like that, like this is the, the the king. Yeah, so you're right about that though. But I mean, this one, for me, me personally, you know, he like I said, he was my. If you ask me, if there was one person who I look up to, who I, who I would say I admire, it was always Muhammad Ali. 
None of these other dudes, because like I said, I just don't see it for them. Y'all great players and all that. I'm not taking it. I just, y'all, to me, it's whatever. You know, like, I understand, but it's like, and I hate the way people act like, oh, well, in this environment, it's nothing stopping you from doing that other than you're afraid to lose a check. So maybe you don't make a billion dollars this year. You only make $500 million, but hey, you know, I can't stand up for nothing. So, you know, whatever. Uh, oh, my point is, my point is, don't act like people try to act like what Ali did it was was um, so special to his time. He risked it all in his time. His contemporary was O.J. Simpson. You want to see what the opposite of it was? It was O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson was the time. O.J. Simpson was the white man's person. We see what happened with him. So let's not act like Ali. Did, he risked it all. The man was stripped of his title and his prime, and still won it back two more times. So all this, oh, if you, if LeBron, don't mention these niggas' names. That is my point. Don't mention these niggas' names. In my, it's an insult. Ali can stand on his own. He, you don't need to compare him to nobody. You can't compare him to nobody, especially not these these fucking deep fried niggas in 2016. Please, just don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, I really wasn't aware of all his like activism until I got a little bit older. Uh, and started when I when I got into boxing is when I started doing my research. Yeah. Um, well, I knew him because my dad was a black whistle. My dad is the same age. Was was the same. Well, uh, I, I guess he's a. How old was he? Seventy four. So. No, he they he's older, a little bit older. But they came up in the same time. Like I think he's three years older than my dad would have been. They was both black Muslims. They that's how I know Ali because. They came up together, and back in those days, like, I, I don't know if you, if you know, but, like, back in, the, like, the 60s, the Nation of Islam was really small, so they all knew each other, so when I say, like, yeah, my dad met Ali, my dad met, it's, it sounds crazy, but it's not really, because back then, it wasn't that many, they were small sex, so it was nothing, like, we see Malcolm X everywhere, we saw um, Muhammad Ali everywhere, so them guys all knew each other, because they was all in the nation, and then it wasn't a nation we see now, it was, like, a small thing, you know, and they were really like exiles and stuff like that, so they all knew each other so they grew up together, so that's how I knew Muhammad because my father cried when uh, he lost his, his, his last fight, like he cried, like, you know so that's how I, I knew him and that made me go back and, and look at all the tapes and read the articles and watch the fights, and I mean, I knew because he was a black Muslim, and so they, you know, revere him a great deal, and um, he would come to, when we had the uh, Eid in Philly he would always come to the Eid that's the celebration they have at the end of Ramadan. And I heard he would go to Chicago. So he was out there. Like, he was he was seen. Like, it's not, people knew him. So, rest in peace to him, man. Never be another like that. Um, damn, that just made me forget my yours and neighbor, too. But we'll make it, so who? All right, we'll make it that. Maybe it'll come to me later. But I got a few got me fucked ups. The one I told you, and I got another one that I just... We'll get to it. Anyway, uh, current events. All right, where do you want to start? Man, let's, let's start at this gorilla, because I've been waiting for so long to rant about this motherfucking gorilla, and I done heard everybody else ranting about it, and and that's a goddamn shame that that gorilla is dead, man. It's a goddamn shame. And, and, and you know, people, I am so tired of you, every time some shit like this happens, or like the Troy Ave situation, which you're gonna talk next, or like the Bobby uh, Schmurter shit, I, I'm tired of you niggas that every time something happens that's, you know, clearly people all know what occurred. Clearly. We saw it, we read it, whatever. We, we know the situation. Here y'all come, stretching reason and common sense beyond belief, trying to justify some shit. 
all you motherfuckers talking about how, well, the zoo should have had more protections, and you know, you don't have kids, kids get away. I do not have children. I may never have children, but I know good and goddamn well, it does not take a Herculean effort. It does not take a super parent. You do not have to have all eight arms to keep your goddamn kid out of a fucking gorilla pit. You just got to be not paying the fuck attention, especially in this situation with this little badass nigga who I saw his picture yesterday. Little nigga looked like, um, what was the little boy Martin played on um, Martin? The one that... Roscoe. Ro- nigga, no, that's his name, Roscoe? Him, yes. Nigga looked just like that. He looked bad. He told her he was going to try to get in the gorilla cage. You in the fucking zoo and all this, oh, you can't get lost in Walmart. Walmart is not the fucking zoo. You should should watch a kid in Walmart, too, because I don't know if y'all know, but Adam, the little boy that got snatched and got his head chopped off, got snatched out of a shopping mall. You should watch your kids everywhere you go. But not watching a kid in Walmart is a little bit different than in the zoo where you're around dangerous fucking animals. Like, if your kid wander off in Walmart, like, the worst thing that happen is he gets snatched up and kidnapped and killed. I mean, I guess. But... I really don't think it's no difference. Personally, you should watch your kids, period. I don't right, care right. But my point, what I'm trying to make with that is my point is when you're in a situation like a zoo, your your attentiveness, it needs to be even higher because you're in a zoo. They got snake pits. They got monkey pits. They got other people. You're in a public place. You're right. You should watch your kids everywhere. But my point is to make a comparison between your kid getting away from you in a Walmart and your kid getting away from you in a zoo is stupid because you're, you got to pay extra attention in the zoo. You got to pay extra attention in the Walmart too. But what's going to happen in the Walmart? Maybe he get lost. Maybe he knock over display. Maybe he get snatched. But you're in a zoo. That's all the more reason to watch your kids, have your kid tight. Particularly, you know you know your kid. You know that little boy is bad. You think that's the first time that little boy, if he got all the way, climbed up all the way and fell into a monkey pit, you think that's the first time he didn't try some shit? No. She knows that little boy does that shit. He looked like he do that shit. He looks like he's bad. He probably climb on shit all the time. Grab the fucking kid by his fucking hand. Yeah, I've heard a lot of different people apologize or make apologies for that shit, and they're like, oh, well parents were tending to the other kids and my whole thing is well if you can't keep track of all your kids and you got too fucking many, got too you many and you need more adults there and especially running and then people with the trying to blame the zoo well they should have it in clothes they yeah. did have it in clothes it's a goddamn pit with a gate around it and shrubbery and shit that you ain't supposed to be climbing up on and you know how i know you weren't paying attention because it wasn't like that little nigga just slipped off real quick and fell he had to climb and dig and get under the thing and fall into that goddamn pit. That took at least five minutes. Yeah, that shit was far down. But in addition to that, I just, I don't think there was a reason for them to um, kill the gorilla. I really don't think that um, the gorilla was going to harm the boy. A lot of people are arguing that that um, that Harambe was, he saw the boy as a prize. Was it a she or a he? It was a he, I believe. Yeah, I think it was a boy, boy gorilla. That he saw that he saw the boy as a prize and like a toy. But my uneducated self, when I watched the video, it seemed to me that he recognized that this was a baby of some sort, whether it was a gorilla or whatever. He, he recognized did. that it was a child know and was babies. taking care of the child. That's what yeah. I said. I mean, look, it's a gorilla, and nobody said, but this ain't the first child that's fallen to, believe it or not, this ain't the first child that's fallen. There's, like, all kinds of, there was one not too long ago, and the gorilla sat over the little boy. I mean, I'm, look, I'm not saying that they should let this, this gorilla, but my thing was, okay, they were like, oh, well, we tried to coax it away. 
in the time that you, you was trying to tranquilize it, right? You could have just got the tranquilizer. Well, they were like, "Well, the tranquilizer took a while." Okay, it would have took what ten minutes in the time y'all was doing all that shit. My point is, if the gorilla was gonna crush the boy or beat the boy, it seemed like he would have did it right away. They were like, "Oh, he was dragging him." Yeah, he was dragging them like they dragged their own little monkey babies through the fucking water. It wasn't like he was dragging them like he was dragging them to move them away. Honestly, he was looking at the little boy like, the fuck you doing in here? Where your mama at? Like, that's how he was looking at the little boy. And then, I mean, to me, it looked like he was getting nervous because the people up above were yelling. And so, because he pulled the, the little boy away and then he was just sitting there. And then he was sitting over the little boy trying to protect them. And I was like... Maybe he could, might have on accident, held that little boy underwater when he was sitting on him, but he wasn't. Like, the little boy was cool. So, listen, ain't nobody out here saying that they should allow the gorilla to kill the boy. I don't think the gorilla would have hurt the boy. And I definitely think y'all had time to tranquilize that gorilla and didn't have to shoot and kill that gorilla like y'all did. So, I read that, like, people was trying, um, I don't know. I hope they get, whatever, man. Like, people, oh, it was an accident. Like, People think because something is an accident or wasn't on purpose that they don't got to suffer the consequences. Like, I hope they charge y'all for the cost of their girl. Whatever it is, man. they like, oh, the couple, they told us to donate the money to the zoo. Like, man, whatever. I, that was terrible. I just, you can't get a, you can't get gorilla back. And aren't right. they on their way to extinction anyway? Like, I don't know. The whole shit was stupid. Like, from what I understand, that gorillas are damn near extinct, so... I don't know. I don't believe in zoos anyway, but like that, just what that it happened was bad enough. And then people coming in defending, it's like, you know, I don't need to have, I have common sense. And it's, and then, and then of course the, the white people got to come in and whatever. I'm just so mad about that. That gorilla, that's, that's a goddamn shame that they had to kill that gorilla for that little badass boy and no fucking parents who was not watching that kid that fell into that gorilla. And then the thing about it is she up there yelling, mommy, love, like you, whatever. I'm, and, 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 you know, that newspaper that printed that boy's father's criminal record, I don't know what they had to do with anything. Look, I think those people are bad parents. I'm sorry, I don't know nothing about them. But just the fact that that little nigga got in that gorilla pit and they had to kill that gorilla, fuck y'all. But... Feel the same way. All that, all that said to say, his criminal record has nothing to do with that. And I don't even know if he was at the zoo. Like, I didn't read he was there. It was just her, right? Huh? Was, he, was the father even at the zoo? Like, I don't even know why he had to be mentioned as I don't even think he was there, right? Nah, I think it was just a mom. Yeah. Fuck. If the father was there, I don't think he was with them. Yeah, that that's a shame. That gorilla was seventeen years old and, you know, I don't do zoos anyway, but I hope they, they if they get charged for something, I, I don't care. And all y'all people y'all sound stupid. I got so I muted some people because it's like y'all just want everything to be somebody else's fault. There's some people that just always gotta argue just to argue. It's no way you can justify that little boy falling in that enclosed oh well, it's not enclosed. It is enclosed. It's a goddamn pit. That's the enclosure. Like, oh my God. Yeah, I I've never been one of these like tree hugger save the animals people, but I'm not an asshole, and I just think that some people, some stuff is just like, nah, this was some bullshit, and that, this is one of those cases. This was some bullshit, man. Girl, girl was minding his business. That's those people's fault. They should be charged with taking care of whatever it costs. Whatever that should be, that should fall on them because that is their fault that 
Harambe's dad. Right. That gorilla was gorillaing and minding his business and was watching your kid better than you were, to be honest, in the fucking pit. <laughs> that's that's my opinion. I mean, whoever, what English monkey expert lady, she said that the gorilla was going to harm the boy. I don't think so. The, in the video, to me, the gorilla looks at the boy, he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're going to do, but we're here together now, so uh, you're going to do what I'm doing. Right, I guess they're going to come in and get you soon, but, you know, I'm going to just pull you away from them up there, because clearly they weren't watching you. Your ass, little ass wouldn't be down here anyway, so let me go and get you away from them, because they not responsible. If you ask me, if if, the, if, if Harambe would have had a fucking banana, he would have gave it to the boy. <laughs> like, you hungry, nigga? Like, shit. <laughs> Yeah, and even, and it was because when you when the little boy started crying, he reached for his hand. He reached to like grab his hand, and, and and gorillas are smart. Like chimpanzees are like the smartest um animals or smartest in the ape or monkey can whatever. They share like all but like two chromosomes with us. So I think that chimps are the smartest, but gorillas are not far behind. Like monkeys, period, right. are very smart. It's not like he was in there with a goddamn king cobra. You know what I mean? Like that's not, that's not it's not a stupid animal. Yeah, like. What makes you think that it didn't recognize that this is a small being, whatever it is. It doesn't yeah. matter that it's not a gorilla, yeah. but it recognizes that this is an infant thing. Yeah. It's an infant existence, and it was taking care of it. Yeah. Like you said, better than the parents were. Yeah. So rest in peace, Harambe. But um, that, that's terrible. And, I, you know, again, I ain't no Peter person either, but, like, a, a, a senseless loss of life is a senseless loss of life. And right. that's what that was. Because somebody just wasn't paying attention and being negligent. Um, what, what, what was our next one? Um, you want to do the Troy Ave thing? <sighs> That's another one. Have you been... You, I know you don't be on the tweets on the weekend, but like, have you seen some of these tweets about this? I haven't really... This is one of those things, and I was going to say that with the last thing. I've been constantly, like, just disengaging from various topics. Like, I look, and I'm like, this is energy. But this one, I've been very consciously not saying anything at all. I just... Yes, I've watched. I've seen it coming. Yeah, and I don't... Listen, I don't know if this... He going to please self... I don't know the situation. I don't know the situation. I don't... I know who Maino is. I know who Troy Ave is. I know Troy Ave had a lot of uh, beef with people. I don't know what this was about, but I know that I saw on the videotape this motherfucker walk in and shoot into a bunch of people. Now, if he want to claim self-defense, that's his right. That is a defense in the court of law. But what you're not going to do is be on a tweet or on the newspaper or wherever you at and tell me that you can't say such and such because a video don't tell everything. Now, when it's a video of a cop shooting somebody, it tell everything, right? And when it's a video of somebody getting choked out, it tell everything. Now, self-defense is an affirmative defense, okay? And it ain't what a lot of people think it is. The, the main thing about self-defense is your life has to be in imminent danger. Now, if this man goes to court and is successfully argue self-defense, I don't think he will. But if he can and gets off, that's fine. I'm not commenting on what happened. Should he have shot him? Should he have not have shot him? I ain't saying all that. I'm not some goody two-shoes. I'm not... But what I'm going to say is, the video I saw, you're not finna tell me that I can't say that he shot at them people from that video, because that's what was on the video. Now, what the reasons behind it was, and the explanations, and whether he was shot first and not shot first, to me, he ain't looked shot first. To me, he looked like he was doing very well. But I don't he know. Was shot. Clearly, he was shot in the leg, you know. But you can't, you can't be shot in the leg, 
Decide you don't like being shot in the leg. Get your gun. Come walk up. And in that room, me and you both been in that room at Irvin Plaza. That's we right. both been in that room. So I, you know how small that area is. Right. You gonna come busting it? And that was the back room. That wasn't where the couches are. That's the very back room. So he came all the way up them steps through the first room and bust through the door to the second room and just fire started firing and just. Wait, this, sorry. So this is kind of sounded cool that I'm, I'm talking about it and I know the background shit. But anyway, so you know when we went up the stairs and then there was the first room where the people were sitting down yeah. on the couch and when we was in the back room yeah. sitting down and shit. Yeah. Okay, that's I didn't the, go outside that door, so I don't know what was. It was the second room because that's because coming you could because when he walked straight in, if it was the other door, you have to walk in and you have to turn. So that's how that's how I know it's the second door because when he walked in and bust, he shot straight. So he was walking straight, straight. He back. did, but I saw like the, there was like a bar or something. I don't remember that, so that must have been outside of that door. No, there's a bar. There's a bar. There's a there's a bar this way. On, there's a mirror with a bar, right? And there's a back. You come up the steps. You, you the door. You go through the door. There's a place where the, the first room. And then there's a door. And that second door. There's a bar there. There's a, there's a, and there's a second door there. So in other words, the way he was walking straight, you can't walk straight in that first room. You have to already be in that room and then walk straight. And that's so that's where he. But anyway, even if it was both of them rooms, that area is too small to just come in there shooting. So, whatever. I saw what I saw. Now, if he gets off or whatever, it's more to the story. I'm not arguing that, but you're not finna tell me that I can't tell from that tape what occurred. It's on the goddamn tape. I mean, yeah, there's a whole lot more to that story. Um, I I mean, I can believe I know what, what it's about and what happened and what's going on. Um, but yeah, as far as that tape, it's like, I don't know if he got set up or what the issue is. But yeah, like you on video shooting two shots into and a VIP room. And self-defense ain't um, going to work. I don't believe. My dad... The only, the only way self-defense will hold up is if somebody came forward and said something. But other than that, you, you, you pretty much hit with that. I don't even think it's going to... The only time self-defense works, your life has to be in imminent danger. If you have a way to retreat or if you have already reached a place of safety, you cannot argue self-defense. That's why the George Zimmerman verdict was so bullshit. That's why some of these states have these uh, right to stand your ground. So, I mean, look, again, I don't know what happened with it, but my dad's best friend is in jail for self-defense. He did something very similar, and my father argued to the day he died that it should have been self-defense. And, I mean, if you feel like it's self-defense because if I didn't kill him, he killed me, he going to kill me, that's fine. I won't argue that. But what I will tell you is that's not how the law defines it. The law don't define it as I got to kill this nigga or he going to kill me so it don't matter if it's three days later. The law defines it as if that motherfucker is not on you right then, drawing a gun or choking you out or whatever it is, and you're like, you have nowhere to flee, you have nowhere to turn, and your life is in imminent danger, then you can claim self-defense. But you can't get shot downstairs, have the opportunity to leave, decide you're not going to leave, come up and, and fire again. Again, juries come to all kinds of different decisions. Might be some facts we don't know. If he go to court and he get off, that's fine. But... That's what I saw is not so. Is, is, I don't think self defense is gonna fly. But yeah, we, I mean, there's plenty of stuff that we don't know, but the streets know. And um, yeah, I, I just, I really, I really have no other comments. And then the part that really is like, what are you doing? They found the gun in his van. That he like, you ain't tossed the gun. Why is it in your van? I, I, listen, I, I'm, we're going to see. 
But I, I mean, just, when all when all the ballistic reports come out, I think that there will be some more. No, they um, already said it was the gun. They already they already said that's the gun no, that was but fired. The the shot in his leg, like oh, his, who shot him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah. Some more stuff is gonna unfold from that. I well, just, they did say it wasn't Mano. Well, the cop yeah, they did say it wasn't Mano. Yeah. Mano got cleared. Yeah, it wasn't him. But um, yeah, that's the it, girl. Um. The girl that got shot, that's Mano's girlfriend. She <laughs> gonna sue. <laughs> she, she was posing in the hospital bed. I was like, she girl. Was. <laughs> I was like, girl, do it. Fuck it. <laughs> do it. She's <Hey>. like, <laughs> she had the makeup on. I was like, I do want to say this real quick, though. I didn't, I did not appreciate how, when it happened, when, as soon as the story broke, everybody was like, you know, T.I. concert, uh, yeah. Felon, felon, this, rap you know, whatever. Dad didn't have shit to do with that incident. Rap Not music, dad, this, rap, that. Yeah, he wasn't even in. The, was he in the room? He was in the fucking. Okay, so you remember at the base of the stairs, there was yeah. a room right yeah, by yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was in that room. Yeah, because I didn't see he, him at all. He didn't know a damn thing going on. Matter of fact, niggas was still shooting, and Ti was just like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, what's going on?" Yeah, because when it first broke, we didn't even know. They just said a shooting. It. We thought it was somebody in the crowd, like because they showed the video of the crowd. I thought it was like somebody at the crowd. We didn't even know till late, till like a few reports later that it was actually backstage. That's when I was like, "Oh, who? The, what the fuck is going on here?" And um, because yeah. in fact, the video footage that I seen. The, I, I think it was Mano's girl that might have been in that room. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where she was when she got hit. Mm-hmm. But she wound up in that room. And T.I. walking around like, can y'all get her some help? Like, yeah. she yeah. shot up in here. Yeah, that was that was, yeah. that was crazy. And then, they, and then here come all the white people blaming it on hip-hop. Like, get the fuck out of here, y'all. Y'all motherfuckers get niggas overdosing at every show y'all do. Y'all shooting up movies in the whole fucking world. And here y'all go with this old-ass hip-hop shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, I wish people would do stupid stuff. Like when I when it broke out, all I thought was when we were there, I was like, man, that's a tight ass. It's space, a tight man. ass that's, space. That's why that's him some coming, asshole shit to do. Right, man. him coming in there firing. I'm like, nigga, that's ain't too many places to go. Like, ain't nowhere to go. That's, that's nowhere. Up. You can run back or you can run forward. Like that's too. Listen, man, I don't have it. I, I, I'm a fucking Marine. I went overseas. I did some real shit. I shot at real people. Real people shot at me. And a lot of you niggas on this shit, I can't. It's just, I don't understand. You don't, that's, you're not hard for that, man. That don't make you a G to come in a room and just randomly shooting at you. If you really was like that, the nigga you was trying to shoot, you would have got him. If you was really, right. if you was really hard like that, you would have thought it out and you'd have figured it out and you'd have got that nigga coming in the room just randomly and shooting yourself or somebody shot you, you shooting girls, whatever the fuck, man, y'all not, that's not G to me. And y'all can say what the fuck y'all want to say. I don't care where you from, the Brooklyn's, the wherever the fuck you from. I tell you what, jump in the plane with me. I'll take you over somewhere where 13 year olds will fuck you up with a goddamn Uzi machine gun. And then we're going to see how hard you are since y'all, yeah, was- y'all so gangster. I was just talking to an OG recently. He was telling me about how when he used to run, the, the fucking, the, the 13-year-olds, the teenagers, them was some of the hardest motherfuckers you ever seen because they was going to catch that charge, and then when they hit whatever age, they was going to be good. And I was like, man, I just, I'm, I'm not a gangster. I know it's that shit that y'all motherfuckers is doing. It's it not gangster. gangster. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know about no. I'm sure that's true, but I'll tell you what. I take you over to Afghanistan, and I show you some hard bodies. I show you some G's. I show you some motherfuckers that'll fuck you up in flip flops and fucking cut off shorts for real, for real. 
why y'all and, and why y'all being tough firing indiscriminately in small ass rooms for for gangs and whatever the fuck whatever the fuck y'all be arguing about like I just don't know like when did the game change like it used to be you know what I'm saying know, gangsters man. were always people not that they looked up to them but like people always appreciated how they how tactful they were and like diplomatic in their street affairs you know what i'm saying like this know. this wild shit niggas is doing is I crazy think crack fucked it up because crack just made you you had back in the day and sean used to say, says this and it's true back in the day you had to be somebody like you couldn't just right. anybody couldn't just grab something and come up like you had to have a connect that connect had to trust you they had to let you win they groomed you because then you're not just gonna hand anybody a key you could be the police you could be some clown nigga i don't know and then when right. crack came and all you needed was like an eighth of some cocaine and you can make 1500 real quick in like a, in like a few hours and then you can recop and in like a month you making like 300 400 grand you know a day or, or a week or whatever depending on the area and you making a lot of fucking money and anybody any fucking dude could be somebody and that's when the shit just got all fucked up because now you got niggas that would never even have gotten a gang or would have been dealt with or just was clown niggas but you know you got some drugs you, you running the block now you the man now that's when I think it started crack fucked it up because then anybody could be somebody before then you had to be you had to be somebody you had to be vetted you had to you know who is you, nigga? Like, you know what I mean? Nah, I don't like you don't act right. You're too flashy. You don't know how to act, you know? So right. I think that's 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 when it was. That's when just any nigga, you get you an eighth of cocaine. In 30 days, you could have been the man on your block. Feeding your whole family and, 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 your, and, and, and your grandma and paying all the bills and all that shit, you know? So. Yeah, that's that's what I got to say. I, it was some bitch shit. The end. Yeah. All right, so what... um. What's next? Um, you can talk about... You want to talk about Chris? You want to talk about the girl? The Columbia girl? Oh, Chris? Did, so did you see... He done had two since the one I was talking about. I was talking about the one where he was on Instagram going back and forth with his baby mama. You saw that? About what? About her outfit? About no, no, Oh, no, that one too. No, that was before. So a couple days ago, I'm not really sure when. That, that was one too, which... I, first of all, I want to say, I don't understand why they're doing all this on Instagram. That's the first thing. It's, so that's why we're talking about it. You know, I, like, you, you got your business on Instagram, we're going to talk about it. Like, we should not know any of this. The thing with the dance, I mean, I kind of, I, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The little girl was at dance class in dance clothes. In the, I didn't understand what the, the issue was. Like, I just, I didn't understand what the issue was. I don't understand why he was mad. I mean, I know why he's mad. It has nothing to do with that little girl in being in the dance class. I don't know why you had to put that on the Instagram. I'm, you know, I just didn't think it was anything wrong with the picture. Like, There was nothing wrong with the picture. Yeah, that, I mean, is, that is dance culture. That is what they do. That is what they wear. And you, and, and you kind of made it seem like, and then so then later... He kept going at her, and she called him an Instagram dad. And it kind of made it seem like that, because I'm like, okay, so why don't you know that your daughter's in dance class? Why don't you, you know what I mean? It seemed, you seem like you have, it seemed like he has no idea of what the, that little girl is involved in when he's not with her. That's what it, I mean, she's not with him. That's what it looked like, because it's like, okay, you ain't never seen, she ain't never sent you dance pictures before. You ain't know she was in dance class. You don't know she wear tutus. Like, he don't look that girl, and that's, I think I tweeted about, like, you know, we say that every week, stop having fucking kids with people you don't like. Yeah, you that's, yeah. this girl. Yeah, that's she what it all comes down to. Him. 
That's what it all comes down to. But that's his, that's that's his fault. But I mean, I think I feel like I don't know the girl. I don't know anything about her. I still think she set him up to get robbed. But I mean, she kind of got him out the pain a little bit. Like she kind of, you know, we've been saying all this time. Oh, he's a good dad, but he was like, you don't do nothing. You wasn't there for the birth. Your mom do everything. You on the Instagram, and I'm like, you know, I don't I don't know. And she was like, and I'm not trying to get money from him. I'm just trying to like, I got his daughter. I, I live in this small ass apartment. I'm trying to get loot. I'm trying to get you know you on the drugs. You got all these gang bangers around, and, and I don't think it's a safe environment. Now, I don't know. Like I said, I still think she set that nigga up to be robbed, because I just think it's a hell of a coincidence that as soon as he get a baby with her, and now he got to, like, tell her his whereabouts, and she got to know where he at and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden he get robbed, and they tie his auntie up and shit. Like, I don't know. I just think it, I just always thought that had something to do with her, particularly in the middle of a custody battle where she's trying to say that he got unsafe people and the environment is unsafe and then lo and behold, oh, he get robbed. Like, I just thought that was a hell of a coincidence. I could be wrong, but whatever. I just don't understand why they're doing this on Instagram. Agree. Um, I never think that your personal business should be on social media, personally. Um, And this is coming from say this every week to y'all too, I'm a sensitive motherfucker, but I will say, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I put any of my social business on the internet. I mean, I to take the time to text under an Instagram post of the three and four paragraphs, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just, y'all was adult enough to lay down and fuck raw, and y'all can't, y'all got a kid now, y'all can't at the most have a phone conversation, like, Really? That says to me that he doesn't have any friends. He doesn't have anybody that he, he can vent that to and frustrate that to because I can't think of any other reason. Like, the time, like, nigga, this is an Instagram post. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing this? So that was that one. So then he has another one with him and Game. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. That I mean, one. And it was like, it was like, I started out and I was like, yay! And then I was like, <laughs> then it was like eh, as always with Chris Brown, it always goes downhill. I didn't think Chris is. Yeah, I wasn't, Chris wasn't bad. He wasn't game, bad. It was like, game, yes. God, but God. game, I peep game. Game is game is a dummy. I peeped that a long time ago. His Instagram, he's he's an idiot, and he's always calling chicks bitches and hoes. Like I don't see it for game like that. But um. I mean, you know, like, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, but I mean, I wasn't surprised. That's why Chris, to me, Chris has stood up. I say stood up for gay people before. Like when they come for gays or when they try to say he's gay or call somebody that he knows gay, he does defend them. He's done it before. That's why when that group was trying to say he was homophobic, I was like, I don't believe that. Chris is a fuckboy. Oh, yeah, when they, they try to say he didn't show up to yeah. a that he was never scheduled yeah, to Yeah, I was that. like, I didn't believe that because I was like, mm, I don't think this nigga really would do that. Like I've seen him in pictures with gays before. He doesn't seem to have, you know, a big issue with gay people. Doesn't seem like it. You know what I mean? But yeah, that was exactly right. I was reading it like, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn it. Like, <laughs> shit just went downhill so fucking fast. Like, oh, God. But they tried. I was like, all right, well, I guess they tried. I guess that's the best them two niggas could do. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, I didn't think Chris did anything wrong. He was short and sweet to the point. Yeah. But the game, I was like, <laughs> he, he come on the tweets. Nobody even asked him. I don't know why he was in game, it. But, He's corny, and I, I can't. He's corny. He's a corny dude. 
these corny, them goddamn hashtags that's like eight paragraphs long. I don't understand it. Put it in the goddamn paragraph. Nobody well, he's got. You gotta keep it around because he's like diehard, scary, loyal. And you know, if something go down, you gotta call that nigga because you ain't going to jail, but that nigga will go to jail. I ain't going. He, he's just. Yeah, dude. He, he's just, he's all, like, oh my god, with the fine nigga fraud, his hashtags, they just too much, like, I don't understand, like, do you, nobody parsing, who is parsing these hand, ha- hashtags, like, just write what you want to write, I hate that shit, um, I went to the store and ordered some milk, hashtag, you can't afford the milk, hashtag, had to play tax, hashtag, like, what are you doing? It's not I a just- hashtag. Personally, and, and I'm broke, I ain't got no money, but I think that's the corniest shit to do. Like, every fucking thing, everything out your mouth, every post you make, broke boy, broke boy this, you ain't got this, can't afford this, look at my Gucci loafers time, like, Louis this, Louis, man, shut up, dog, man, shut up. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Is the shit real? Like, <laughs> come on, man, you still from the hood, I ain't beat. Come on, man. And Louis don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> at all, at all. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and them shits be ugly. That's what's really dumb. Them fucking sneakers y'all wear be ugly as fuck. Them fucking Nigga, face, these fucking moon boots. Fucking Buck Rogers booties are fucking ugly. I don't give a fuck if they Giuseppe or whatever the fuck they are. They're goddamn ugly. And them people see y'all coming from miles away. As soon as y'all step in the store, I'll show them niggas all the tacky shit because they won't buy it all up. Them shits is ugly. And I don't give a fuck if they $2,500 and you can afford it. They ugly, nigga. You could have right. got a pair of $100 this and look way flyer. And I'm so, yeah, I'm glad you said it. Cause them fucking moon boots and with them zippers and all that shit. Ugly. And feathers and them And the buckles and the straps. Get on my nerves. Ugly as fuck. They gold, they silver, they got disco balls on them, they got glitter. They fucking ugly as shit. They're ugly. And so them goddamn belt buckles y'all wearing and, and them tight ass jeans hanging all. It just, you, you look horrible. You look tacky. You look like somebody that has money but no taste. Y'all look horrible and if you yeah glad you um you mentioned them jeans so i'm in the barbershop and i've been meaning to ask what the fuck is this new jean thing where like by the knee there's armadillo back like so what what the the, there's the jeans and like right by the knee or like somewhere on the jean there's like this patch where these um it's uh the texture is different and has it has described it looks like an armadillo bag like it's real tight Mm. Maybe that's some Atlanta shit. It's probably one of them fucking designers no. that put out some jeans. They got some shit on it and everybody wearing them. I see, no, I see them design. everywhere. I just, I'm not describing them right. I'll show you. I'll show you the picture. I've seen the shits with the zippers on them. They look like motorcycle pants except they denims. They tight. Um, They're all tight. They're just, they're tight. And there's tight and there's tight. Like the tight ones, if you get them in the right size, they don't look so bad. They look more, I mean, they're not super tight. They just slim fit. But them tight, tight joints that y'all wear, that y'all got to point y'all toe to put y'all foot in, I don't know. Your mama ain't raised you right. Yeah, I mean, the tight the tight stuff don't really bother me, but some of that shit, people just, they buy ugly shit just because it costs $5,000. Because it costs a lot, and they got a name that on shit, it. $5,000 and ugly, dog. Right, you spent it. And if you want to know how to rock the fashions, you need to check my girl, Ree, because she stays banging you in the head and showing you how to do this shit, son. Because y'all niggas be out here looking crazy as fuck, and I'm talking to you, Nicki Minaj. You another one that be having on a whole bunch of designers, designer this, designer that, and be looking a fucking mess. Looking like you just ran through the boutique and they just fucking threw shit on you as you ran by. And when you got finished, this is what you had on. This is more, y'all. 
Let's just more. Um, all right. So what? What was next? Oh, the Chewbacca mom mask. Yeah, I'm not hating on that lady. I'm really not hating on that lady. But I don't understand why her kids had to give scholarships to schools that they ain't even accepted to yet because she laughed with the Chewbacca, with the Chewbacca mask. I mean, I've never seen that video. It's I'm... funny. It's a cute video. It's very funny. She getting her life with the little Chewbacca Star Wars. It's funny. Like you got to see it. It is definitely funny. But like, I don't know if it's scholarship for all your kids. Funny. Like, uh, do Mike Brown's little brother got a scholarship? Or you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's so many. I, I don't know. That's that's whiteness at work, though. Yeah, and she got like all this money from gold. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not mad for that because they said that the masks after she posted that video, the mask sold out. So I mean, if they cut her a little check, that, that's I'm not mad about that. But a scholarship, like uh, really? yeah, but they want to do that shit for us. We sell that shit out, and they just be like, "Well, thanks." Yeah, you you right. <laughs> you absolutely right. That's whiteness at work, but that's our fault too, though. Again, um, yeah. So that's all. I mean, I don't know. You had anything to say? You ain't see the video, so you ain't gonna know. I mean, it was cute. It was a funny video. I laughed with it because she was cracking up laughing, and it was funny. But like, ah, damn, really? Like that's all you got to do? I'm be honest. I ain't seen it. I ain't gonna see it. I don't give a damn about Chewbacca and them people and them folks. I still got Sally Mae calling my phone, so. <laughs> right. Bad. Right. Somebody hacked Sally Mae. Y'all hacking every goddamn thing else. Um, alright, was that it? Um, the Columbia, uh, Columbia Oh. You got any, I feel like that was so long ago now, but like, she's full of shit. Did you read her shit? Uh, here and there. Basically, it's the same thing as the Chewbacca. Like, this is some bullshit, but whatever, girl. Right, and I just didn't, it didn't make sense to me. She's full of shit. Like, I mean, but you, you know might what? have need a mental health evaluation. I don't think so. I think she's just a spoiled little brat. People was like, oh my gosh, she wear her mom to death. Listen, I don't know that girl's mom, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, when kids don't do shit like this and don't tell it like why can't you just talk to your mom probably because she can't talk to her mom like you know what i mean like a lot of people say that real easy like maybe you have a mom that's really easy to talk to but some people don't and usually whenever i see kids doing rash stuff like that and just you know I'm, that's usually why because you can't just go talk to your parents because it's a big deal and they gonna yell and scream and you know what you don't want to deal with it i already made up my mind i don't want to do this i don't want to go to this school whether it's dumb or not my mind is made up i'm not going to do it if i talk to mom it's going to be a big thing and i'm gonna have to argue and i don't want to argue so i you know i didn't really that angle of the story i didn't really didn't really ring with me so much but like, girl, if you didn't want to be an engineering major, you at Cologne. You want? She's talking about I want to be an actor now. You you could you could have switched. In so many different ways, you could have did that shit besides the way you did it. And and personally, like, you was I don't know. I'm older now, and you know I I, I know college is not for everybody, but I just feel like what you know if you up in there and you get that far. And you don't have any other alternative of what you're going to do. Like, you don't have, like, somebody offered you a great acting job or whatever. Hey, come check. You know, something to, like, make you leave school. Like, hey, you just got signed to a recording contract. School's always going to be there. Or something like that. Or some team drafted you. I get that. But just to leave school to leave school, I just, like, I just feel like you should finish that shit out. Because you're always going to be better off with the degree than without it. And you ain't got to do what your degree is in. But, like... I, that just don't make sense to me. I mean, I, I expected her 
to at least have some kind of answer that made sense. And it just say you was tired of the pressure and, and you just want to be a model. And she just sounded real dumb to me. She sounded real spoiled and sheltered and like life going to be coming to her fast. So what, what year was she in? Sophomore. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't disappear, but I guess I did the same thing. I mean, I told my parents I was a shocker, but I can, I can get that. Like, I can understand being groomed to, um, you know, do something else and, like, then realizing, like, hey, this was for y'all. This ain't for me. But, yeah, like you said, she did way too fucking much. Yeah. I mean, um, I get that, too. But, like, take a semester off. Take a year off. Go work. See what it's like trying to get by without it. You know what I mean? And then if you still, like, fuck it, then that's fine. But, like, just to, just to, just to be like, eh, I don't, and not in, in this day and age, I just, I just don't think that's... The best. It's it's not it's like if I could go back and do it again, write this down, kids. I would I would do it different. I would just stick it out. I would have just found something that I could have stuck to. Like I would have right. just majored in theater. Or right, like change that. your major, do what you got to do, or you yeah. like, you know. It's, all right, I need a semester off. Let me go work at the McDonald's and see how working without a degree really sucks. You know what I mean? Like anything. Like I just feel like what she did was drastic and ex- extreme and unnecessary, and the way she did it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, she's still, she still is privileged, you know what I mean? Her mom is in a higher class and stuff like that, so she's still going to have options. But, uh, yeah, that and was I, dumb. I want to know where the money was, because she got an apartment and everything, and that ain't cheap in Brooklyn. You got to have first-month security. You need, like, a Her drink. mom is a fucking, like, scientist. But so she was sending her, her mom was sending her the money, and she was just saving it to buy this apartment? You think she wasn't? That's it. Her mom was sending her that much money, though? You think she wasn't? How she was eating, though. Like, you, I mean, you that's a lot. You needed, like, a five, six Gs. I guess over two years. So she must have been plotting this for a minute. I don't know. That's I, I, I She probably questions. worked or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I got questions. Um, maybe right. child support. Uh. Yeah, could be. I just, I, she told somebody, though. Somebody had to know what was up. Like, she couldn't just pull that off by herself. Like, she didn't have a roommate. She well, might guess, not have. I guess the roommate was the one that said she was missing, though, right? Yeah, she had three roommates. She was in a in one of those suites. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Girl, I don't know. She might not have because she was saying that when she got to school, it was culture shock. Like, she felt yeah. like such an outcast. She didn't really have no connections with people like that. But so she might have just checked out. We all feel that way. We all get to school. We don't know none of these niggas. That's <laughs> like you... Nigga, I was... That was the ultimate fucking culture shock. Yeah, you make friends. You go to the parties. You go to little dorm things. You see people around. My first semester, I was depressed as hell. Everybody is, because it's some new shit, and shit, all these niggas are smart, and I don't know none of these niggas yet, but I mean... Oh, speaking of random, while I'm talking about school, uh, shout out to Lehigh. I should have put this in yours and and I fucking forgot. Um, Sedale 3, who was a Lehigh alum... Played for the Sixers. um, ...was in Roots... Um, no, his father played for the Sixers. He has a son also named Sedell Oh, okay. And he was in Roots. Um, Who did he play? The episode that just aired on um, number four, episode four. Who did I he haven't play? seen it yet. Oh. I think it was Tom. Is that someone? Oh, the son. Chicken Joe. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, I just wanted to shout him out. Um, he that was, was my a senior, I think, in my last year, in my first year. That was my yours and Negger too. It was, it was Roots, the one I forgot. I wanted to give it to, to them. Um, Sorry, y'all. Y'all know I'm sick. But, yeah, I wanted to make sure that um, I put him out there. Yeah. 
um, yeah, yours and never two. Shout out the roots. It was it was great. It was a great retelling. I'm glad they did it. For all you niggas complaining about it, I got on y'all, but it was really good. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It was really good. I, they changed the story for an original, and they took out some things I wish they wouldn't have, and it kind of went left on the Chicken George story. Um, and they was doing real good with the historical, you know, accuracy, I think, up until that point. But that whole, you know, I'm going to sell my slave and you're going to take the slave to England because I owe you money, that, that, that wasn't going to work. That was, that can't do that. But um, other than that, it was good. So shout out to them. All right. So what do you think about it, by the way? Oh, you say you hadn't seen it yet? No, I've seen, um, for sure, I've seen the first two episodes and then I haven't seen four and I've seen parts of three. What do you think about the first two? I thought it was good. Yeah, right? It was real good. Well, what really made me tune in was when when they, after they killed, I don't remember Forrest Whitaker's character's name. Fiddler. Fiddler. But after they killed Fiddler, you know, they tried to run away with Kizzy. Um, Kunta and his wife, can't remember her name at the moment. Bell. Um, but yeah, when they stopped, he was just like, like, then she won't have any parents, blah, blah, blah. And I remember, um, you telling me and also reading like it was going to be the most factually accurate, historically accurate um, depiction. And I was when so when they prayed um, and he said, I, I'm going to fuck the prayer up. But it was a Muslim prayer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, up, and I was like, damn, like this shit is super accurate. Like yeah. we weren't Christian when we came over here. No, and, well, um, some were, some weren't. But for the most part, that that part of Africa had been conquered by the Moors. So, yeah, they were Muslims. Most yeah. Of them. They were Muslims, or they were Native African religions. Yeah, so I thought that that was cool because a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know that. Like I didn't know that until fairly recently. No, um, the white Jesus is for slavery. That was that's what that was. Right. And speaking of, I just just yesterday I saw this passage. It's in Ephesians. I think it's six and five, talking about slaves be obedient to your masters and shit like that. Yeah, they used to read that to slaves all the time. And just like Kizzy told that fucking preacher, man, yeah, they tear the pages out about the exodus from Egypt, though, don't you? They don't let you read that shit. Kizzy was not for the bullshit. I was like, that's me. It's me. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was really well done. But that that was the part where I was like, this uh, y'all all right with me, Roots. Yeah. Um, that's 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 why I don't that's why y'all can have that religion. Like whatever. Like that's ain't that shit is the you ain't finna you ain't finna give me salvation in the shit that was designed to keep me in bondage. That don't make no fucking sense to me. It tells me I'm inferior and that you're supposed to rule over me because you're in you're superior and I'm and I'm a, a mud person and I'm and I'm the cur you not you're not finna deliver me to salvation through that bullshit because I know better than that. Yeah. Um yeah, so shout out to Roots. Alright, so let's move we so that was it, right? So we can move on to shit we watch? Or no? Yeah, shit. Okay. Um <laughs> so many things again this week. Like, yo, if 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 nothing else deliver, Black Ink is gonna fucking deliver. But I feel like uh Love and Hip Hop Atlanta also delivered this week. So which which one you wanna do first? Let's do uh Black Ink first, because I don't really I gotta think about love and hip hop. When Jocelyn told Mimi about Stevie Other Baby and was crying. Oh. And Mimi yeah. is the dumbest one. So <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, we could do we could do Black Ink first. So Donna, 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 Donna. So so you know what? So many things about I didn't understand. First of all, Donna, you need to get out of that shop because that shop is full of haters. Because C's and Duchess 
And everybody in that shop, except for maybe Walt, because I feel like Walt is the best father in that shop. He has little moments of clarity on certain points, so I'm not going to throw him in that pile yet, because I feel like Walt, I mean, Walt has done some fucked up shit too, but I don't think he's a hater. But everybody else in that motherfucking shop, and Sky, not either. But Duchess and Walt C. Walt is an artist. He's not a tattooer, but he's a photographer. He's an okay. actual artist. Okay. But Duchess and Caesar are two hating ass niggas, and you cannot prosper working for hate. You got to get out of that shop because that is a hating ass shop, and you can't, if you're trying to be something to come up, you cannot be around niggas like that. Because when Donna took her portfolio to North Carolina, which I thought was dumb, I didn't understand what the point of that was, but nevertheless, I, when, when what's her face? Duchess was going through it, I was like, okay, is it really bad? Or are you just being a hater? Because Duchess is that kind of person. Like, are you just shooting her shit down? Because, again, like we keep saying, I don't see nothing coming out of that tattoo shop that looks that outstanding. And Donna's portfolio ain't look no different than the shit y'all be doing. So I'm like, okay, he shit like, it's lettering, it's off and all this. And I'm looking, I'm like, but that look like the shit y'all do. So I couldn't really tell. I'm like, are her, are her tattoos bad? Or are these motherfuckers just hating? Because that's what they fucking do. And I kind of feel like they was just hating because that's what they fucking do. Me too. I really, like you said, they look the same or maybe a little bit better than what might come out of that shop. But I feel like they didn't even really even look at it. That's like, what they I'm just saying. The page and they was just like, nah. it's terrible. This, that's what I'm saying. They like they look like haters, and I'm like Donna. I don't know why you you need to get out of that shop. Nobody there is for you. They all I can't people like that. You can't you can't be around when you're trying to be somebody and make it because they them the type of niggas that anytime anybody else get have a success and get a shine, they mad and you can't be that's that's. They are hating ass niggas. They're the definition of haters. You can't be like that. You can't be with somebody that's never going to give you your, your points, that's never going to let you shine. Anything you try to do, they're going to shoot you down and keep you in your plate. You can't. You got. She got to get out of there. She got to get out of that shop because those and niggas are like, going nowhere fast. I don't know why she's like that. Like she, It seems like she's just, she's, she's super loyal to the point where it's like she's looking for the reciprocity and it's never gonna come like not from not from them people i think she just i think like i said last week i think she just thinks like that's the hot shop i came here to be here this is the this is the shop and i want to but it just hasn't dawned on her yet that donna they really not that great and it's not that great of a shop like you can go mad other places you can go to puma shop and and learn how to do tattoos too like you know i think it's and i feel like at this point maybe she feel like she put in so much time she likes sky she you know i don't know what it is but i don't know why she carried herself down in north carolina with that portfolio i really don't other than that she she might really think duchess is a good tattoo artist i don't know maybe she sees something we don't see but you know i i don't i didn't i didn't get why she went down there um and just Caesar, they're just horrible. Like, they're just hating that. Like, they're horrible people. And I'm like, I don't know why that y'all have the friends y'all have. I don't know why they roll with y'all like that. Maybe because, you know, that's the, you all they got. Like, if, 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 if they don't, you pay them and, and they, they and, and Caesar likes that shit. That's why he's so mad at Puma, because Puma off doing his own shit. But, like, those are some miserable ass people. That shop she got is too fucking big. She coming in, bitching and moaning. I couldn't work for her because she coming in, which, oh, such and such is not done. And they standing around like, well, we don't know what you wanted us to do. Well, I need, look, this ain't our shop. This your shop. 
you wanted us to do something, you should have gave us a task. Like, it ain't my job to go around, walk around. You ain't paying me to be a manager. Is you paying me to be a manager? Is you paying me to get this shit ready for you while you sit back? That's a different thing. But I'm just an employee. I got my spot ready. My area is clean. I'm here. You just walking through the door. What is it that you want us to do? We'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't work for her. Yeah, she, I wouldn't have went to North Carolina personally. But like I said, I think she's just like overly loyal. She's just committed to getting them to see her worth. And they ain't never gonna see it. No, you need to get out of there, girl. And I, and actually, they might be stunting you at this point because they, you know, if you got your tattoos to that that far with them, and it's you know, it didn't look that great. You need to go somewhere else that you know maybe somebody can really show you how to do it because I don't know. I I, I thought hers looked just like everything else they was tattooing. Maybe I don't had an eye, but I ain't see what the problem with it was. And even if it was a problem with it, you ain't have to do it like that. You ain't have to respond to her like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then the other part is, like, y'all don't show her. Okay, if her lettering is off, have you ever shown her how to fix the letter? I don't know if it wasn't. You know what I mean? It's like, all y'all right. do is shit on her. That's all y'all do. But y'all don't see y'all supposed to be a print. I don't see y'all apprentice anybody. I don't see C's help her do shit. All I see them do is shit on her work. Right. I ain't seen them teach her none a damn thing. Nothing. So, Donna, you need to get the hell out of there. Um, then she got her mom and sister, and I keep telling y'all, Donna not the run to roll up on. Y'all might think she is. She's talking about let's go. I'm like, all right, big girl. Anya thought she was going to run, run up on Donna and Donna fucking fold her ass up. You better chill out. Yeah, and then her, Dutch's family is just, they all raggedy as far as I'm yeah, you know they are because the way her sister was carrying on, I'm just like, and then Duchess throwing her shoes off. And I told you, like, bitches that can't fight do that shit. That's like gorillas when they run and make them displays. So they trying to scare you off with that shit. That's what that is. Because real Bambi don't Bambi punch you in your face. Jocelyn punch you in your face. Donna punch you in your face. Sky even she came over and punched her in her face. Like that's that's what fighters do. That all that other shit is for sure. That's how you know. When you see somebody doing that, the dude just pushing tables out the way and throwing shit, just walk over and knock that nigga out. He can't fucking fight. Because niggas that can fight, fight. My daddy told me that when I was way little. Like, them niggas making all that noise, and you don't know me, and walking back. It's like, oh, boy, I'm from New York City, and that white boy fucking washed him. That's what you do with them niggas. You walk right up to them and knock their asses the fuck out, because they can't fight. Um, That was really it, though, this episode. No, um, didn't old boy with his mom. The, the dude at, at Puma shop, his mom came around trying to trying to, trying to to talk to him and come back in his life. The, the um, dude that... Phoenix t- mom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, him. And and the old girl with the um, old boy from Detroit, his girlfriend, who's deaf, that was mad about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to hell when I was laughing at that whole conversation. I was like... You fucked up. <laughs> because, yo... She was so mad. <laughs> she was like moving her hands all super fast. <laughs> I'm not laughing with her, y'all. Nope. 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 She was mad. And she was like, I'll be her ass. I'll be her <laughs> She probably will fucking murk that girl, too. She was talking about Donna. I don't know. She, I mean, she might got that strength. You know, they be having that strength. It's just like. I was like, yo, shorty, why are you so innocent? She's like, no, they told me you be with Donna. <laughs> you don't even know her. Like, like, you don't have no reason to be mad because I don't think he even, he don't fuck with Donna like that. Like, I don't know. She just seemed like she was mad. She seemed like one of them girls that, like, you can't have, 
you can't be a friend with another girl. I can't be with nobody like that. Like like sis. Like I'm going to I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to have friends beside you. It ain't going to be just me and you being friends. You know what I mean? Like I just I thought she was so mad. And dude, it was like the quietest argument ever. I was like, I was like, oh my god. So that's probably even worse, especially when you can talk. It's like I was like, how do y'all argue with so in silence? Like. I don't know. That could either be really frustrating or like really peaceful. It would frustrate the shit out of me. So I'd be like, "How are you yelling at me in, in, in sign language?" Like, oh. you flaring your arm. Never mind. I ain't gonna comment. <laughs> exactly. Like you're moving your arms real fast at me. You yelling like. <laughs> that was right. going straight to hell. <laughs> I am not. All right. <laughs> oh God. All right. Yeah, that was all for that. Oh, but no, what I wanted to say about dude, this is what we said on this show before, man. I think drug addicts and people like that are so fucking selfish. Because it's like, this man, I don't know how old he is, but he's probably like late 20s. He, he some, Somewhere around Early there. 30s, maybe. Yeah, he was saying how they, they had to sleep on benches. Like, they would let, like, they was abandoned. They had to go to foster care and all this shit because of her. And then now, because you 55, 60, however old you are, 40, I don't know, however old you are, and, you know, you decide because you coming to the end of your life and now you want to have niggas around you. So everybody just supposed to forget the past 20, 30 years when you ain't give a fuck because now you ready to get your shit together. And I want to see my grandbabies. And I want this like, nigga, I ain't want to sleep on a park bench. I wanted a fucking mom. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't want you to be a drug addict, but you ain't give about that shit. But now that you tired of running the streets and you feel like you need somewhere to sit, now we all just supposed to, I just don't, I don't, Listen, maybe, maybe because I'm not, you know, in the church and I don't believe in all this religious shit, but you motherfuckers be real fucking fast to forgive a lot of shit. And I'm not doing it because the shit you did, who knows what I could have been? Who knows what my life could have, his life could have been like, had you not done that? You know what I mean? Like you, you, you can't, you can't, people do shit that's selfish, that affects other people and they act like. You know, the other people just supposed to be good with it. Like, I don't I don't understand it. So I felt him totally. He was like, man, look, I'm not trying to fuck with you. Like, nigga, I'm, all, I'm grown now. I got kids now. Here you come. Like, no. And they tried to make you feel bad about it. Like, man, look, go go back where you fucking came from, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. You seem to be more, like, sensitive to that. Like, what did you think about that? But I, I was like, this is, this is what they always do. Um... Yeah, that's one of those things, you know, that's a hard, it's a hard thing to deal with. What, what most of them don't understand is, like, they don't acknowledge what you're dealing with. Like, so they expect that once they've resolved within themselves that they've created this, this mess, they expect you to just be still standing there, you know, kind of waiting for it. And it's like, a lot of people, you know, they put scabs over it. A lot of people have, like, erased it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Very seldomly will you run into someone that's like, okay, I'm still here, still willing to, you know, accept it. And like, I think that that's where they, that's where they go wrong. And then it's like, mm-hmm. you can't really, you can't do that to someone, especially a child. Like, you can't um, ruin a child in that way and regardless of what you say you do ruin that child because they grow yeah. up and they there's there's this void that never gets filled and th- there's a part of their childhood that went with you like yeah. when you're addicted to something that's 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 them that you're taking down that road with you yeah. 
regardless of whether, you know, they got a, a needle in their arm or they smoking a crack pipe, they with you. Yeah. They gotta you're the one that's supposed to be teaching how to navigate this how to navigate this life thing. You all they got, you're the closest one to them and it's like that that drug or whatever it is means more to you than it means than the child does. So yeah. I think that you know, that's just it's just I mean, that's just the cycle of, I guess, addiction. But, like, in my situation, it was the same thing. It was like, you know, he came, he was like, I'm dad, this, I'm dad, that. And it's like, nigga, you ain't my dad. Right. You wasted the best years of your life and my life, too, getting high. And now you want to come to me that I moved past all that and made something of myself. And you want to, and you want to, like, try to get them, them years back. Nah, that shit is gone, B. Like, you can't be my mom now. Like, that's, that's how he was telling her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you want, I want my grand... You, ain't, you don't want your grandkids if you want your... Like, I, listen, I, I, I understood everything he was saying. And I just... Same thing I was saying about... We were saying a while ago about Kenya and her mom. Like, I just don't... I don't like that. Like, I don't understand the gall that you have for that. Like, you... Like, that's so selfish. Those people, I'm sorry. Those drug addicts, they are so selfish. It's what they want all the time when they want it. And everybody else just got to adjust. And I don't like that shit. And, and, and same thing I was saying about Sky and that dude. Like, people, they just, those kind of people, like, they just think, I can't stand people like that. Because it's like, you want to do what you want to do. And you throw everybody's life up in turmoil. And that, and that person, like, makes, you know, what they can of it. But if they had their choice, they didn't want that shit. They wanted a good life like everybody else. That, you know what I mean? That's hard. I bet you that's hard to be the kid at school whose mom's on drugs. You know what I mean? Other friends probably might see your mom. I don't know. You ain't got a mom at um, the parent teeth. Like, that's hard. You putting a kid through that. That shit is hard. Like, for me, I mean, I had my grandparents. So, you know, when my mom was at work, my grandparents, my grandmother usually would come. But I can remember when I was a kid, like, my stepfather came to my life when I was about six. Yeah. But I can't remember primary school and just being like, you know, when we had a fire, I used to be like, yo, you know, my dad's coming. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Like, yeah, that gotta for be real, for real. Yeah, that gotta be. I know, cause my mom died when I was young, and that wasn't, you know, it was just. Well, it's a long, so it wasn't no drugs, nothing like that. But I mean, like, that's hard to be an eight, nine, ten year old kid. And I mean, I have my dad and everybody else, but like, you want your mom, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe we had kids whose moms was on drugs. I know later when we got to like high school for sure, but maybe not so young. But I know what that feels like to be hard. So I can imagine just from having your mom die. Or your dad died. Like, we had more people actually, like, it seemed more common that people's dad died. So we had a couple people whose dad was dead. But, you know, that's different than a mom. So I can, I can imagine having a parent that's on drugs or just not around. Because I know, I know, I know when, we, when, when we got to middle school and um, I was working in my dad's store. And this one girl, her mom was a crackhead, like, around the way. So people would see her mom out. And, you know, kids are mean. And as soon as you start, oh, your mom a crackhead, your mom suck. Man, I always like, thought about that, and I was so thankful that my mom, like, took me took me out of that. Like, I never, I was young, I didn't know where my father was yeah. at. Like, I just know he wasn't there, and I know it wasn't a question that I could ask. Yeah. But, you know, I found out way, way, way later. Yeah. I was, like, when I got older, I was so thankful that that wasn't it, because kids are so mean. Right. So mean. I saw your mom, and, like, that's me, that's like... I know that's hard. And then here you come. Now he grown with kids and now you just want never. And she wasn't. And they're never, they're never apologetic. They never, it's always, well, I mean, I'm sorry. And it's like, 
Nigga, you can't just say you sorry about some shit like that. And it's gonna, these niggas were just, just sorry. Like, sorry is just supposed to mean it all. Sorry don't give me back them 20 fucking years. Sorry don't, you know what I mean? Like, the fuck is you talking about sorry? And, like, they, they don't even realize, like, the magnitude or how much they affect. Like, usually they got multiple kids. Like, me, I got six other siblings, and I know two of them. Yeah. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a whole world of people out yeah. here that I don't know that are genetically attached to me. And it's like, you know, if something happens, you fucked up. You know, I got this whole world of people that I could potentially access to help. And I don't know how to get in contact with them. I mean, I, I, we, as we've, as the children, like, pulled ourselves together um, for one reason or another. We might not have been able to be together physically yeah. in the same space yet. Um, but we, you know, develop relationships and shit like that. But that, like that shit is crazy to me. Yeah. Like you, you just out here shooting up seeds everywhere, yeah. and then you know creating families, and that shit is crazy to me. And then you can't even pull it together. Like right. that's that's one of my my biggest qualms that I got with my father. It's like, yo, you can't even pull your kids together, bro. You can't do that. And yeah. we all we all fucking grown now. I think minus right. one. Right. You can't even get us together and sit us down. Like really. Yeah, they're they're the worst. Like I just I I can't I have no I have no patience for that, and I don't have patience for people to be like, oh well, you gotta forgive. No, I do not. I do not have to forgive. Like my life. I mean, he's doing well, but I'm sure there's some people that are like, yo, my life is shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like my life yeah, is just a lot shambles. of people that they don't ever fucking get over that. They right. don't come out of that. They don't because a lot of people, you know, like Kenya's situation. Right. She had her aunt the asshole that she is right. to come in and step in and take care of her. But everybody don't have that. Right. Some people be lost to the street. Grew up in foster care, homeless and all that shit. All cause you and your decisions. Not, you know, like shit outside yeah. of my control. Yeah. So I, I, I just didn't, that scene, I felt, I felt bad for him and he seemed like a smart young man. And I, and, he is. I like him, and he's a dope-ass fucking artist. Yeah, and I just felt so bad. Same thing for Teddy with his dad. Like, I felt bad. Like, yo, you are an asshole. Like, you keep, you like, y'all think, y'all keep, y'all just assholes. Like, y'all think y'all could just, like, go through, do what y'all want to do, and it's just supposed to be okay, and everybody else is supposed to, y'all got all these fucking excuses and, and, and bullshit, like. And then they always come with, like, it's always, I'm sorry I shouldn't have did that. Right. They come with this, this sense of entitlement. But, like, but I'm ready now. Like, uh, is you, is you? Like, I have, I have, um, one of my brothers, who's actually my Irish twin, we're six months apart, he made it to the NFL, right? So, you know, here come my father, Mm. all big and proud and shit, like, nigga, you ain't raised that boy. Get the fuck out of here. You ain't raised that boy, but then it all puts us in a situation, like, I still, I've talked to my brother, but I never met him, so it puts me in a situation, it's like, now you made it, now you think that I'm trying to, you know, be cool, I'm not, though, mm-hmm. I want to know you because you're my brother, mm-hmm. like, I'm proud of you, and like, yeah. I want to experience that with you, and they it's got, like, they, he got you all, y'all running around trying to put the pieces together, because right. shit, that's what I'm trying to say, it's like, now we gotta, we gotta put together the shit that you made, man, yeah. I, those, I, I mean, thankfully, I'm relatively okay, I feel for people that aren't, and I don't blame them for shutting shit, shit out and not yeah. letting it come back. Right, because you want to pick this scab loose now that I've already healed from. Like, I, I just felt bad for him. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for Teddy. I feel bad for all people with addict parents like that, because it's fucked up. Because a lot of them, a lot of them can wind up like Lamar Odom. That was his problem. That's what Still happened his to problem. Lamar Odom. Still his problem. 
and 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 they want to blame Chloe, but it was not Chloe. It was well, she's the one that encouraged him to get in touch with her father. I think she, his father. I think I think she had good intentions with that, but he should have yeah, known she, enough. She to, just didn't understand, right? And he, but he should have knew enough to be like, listen, no. But do you exactly right? His father came in his life, and 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 now look at him. Yep. Um, he another one. Oh, all them and all y'all out there. Oh, the Kardashians. Man, listen, that nigga would be dead in the desert somewhere in a whole house if it wasn't for fucking Kardashians. Like that. That's the best he ever did was with them. And he fell out in that whole house, and Chloe came and got him because she cared for him. Now she divorcing him again, and I mean I don't blame her, but like you know, yeah, y'all, whatever. That's exact. That's exactly right. It's exactly what's wrong with Lamar Odom. Um, all right. So that was it, right? For that. So nothing else happened, right? No, no. it was mostly Donna. Oh, Caesar uh, engaged, uh, proposed to Duchess again with that ugly ass ring. Ugh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right? Um, Teddy was smart though. Teddy was like, I, I, give, I know what C's doing. If he keep, if he keep proposing, he ain't never got to get married. But whatever on them. Um, they deserve each. I ain't never seen two people more equally yoked, two hating ass people. They gonna have a rotten ass kid, like uh, like Mama D, <laughs> like Mama D said that uh, Rashida was a rotten bird. <laughs> That's what they gonna have. That's gonna be a house full of haters. Um, moving on to uh, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. So, what did you think? And and did it turn? I think we read Stevie do have another kid, right? It was true that it was another kid, right? Is it one kid or two? Oh. It's, I don't know. She said twins? What did she say? What did I think she said, say, yeah, I think she said it was, tw- I don't know if she said twins, but I think it's two of them. That was a real scene, because I feel like that was Jocelyn being sincere. When she broke down and was like, he I, I, he coming after my money. I can't pay another kid. Like, I have to use this money for my career. And he keep coming for my money for all these kids. He was like, I, she was like, I can't pay for all these kids. And I felt that, because that when she was saying that, and not to compare it, but all I thought of was Whitney Houston, how Whitney Houston was paying for all the Bobby Brown kids, all five of them goddamn kids, and all that child support. I just thought about that shit. And I was like... I feel you on that, Jocelyn. Like, look, one, I, you know, I can't. Every time I turn around, you got another kid you ain't paying for to the point you're coming for my motherfucking money for all these fucking kids. I can't do it. I felt it. And and that's when I knew she was smarter than Mimi because she was basically like, look, Mimi, you can he see she was begging Mimi to let him stay over there because she was like, I can't deal with this nigga. Like, and if they are broke up, I bet you that's what is over. Like, brother, I, I can't do this. Like, you got kids. I think they are because... The way that she been dealing with this nigga this episode, like I'm saying, I don't think she, I don't think she fuck with him like that. I think she loves him. Yeah, but I think she's not no dummy, and she like, wait a minute, nigga, loud now. This is how many kids now? Like you can't. My money is for me. This is for my career. You, and that's another thing. Fucked up ass Stevie, which is the part I don't understand. How the contract been over for three and a half years and you ain't know Jocelyn? Did she not? I don't understand. Did you sign the contract without reading it? Like you didn't know what the contract said. She. Acting like she, I don't think it had been over for three years. I think it was only a three-year contract, and it's been three years. Oh, I thought she was saying that it was up three years ago. That's what I thought she was saying. No, I I think she said it was over, and it was for three years. I think that was my understanding. Oh, okay. Because I mean, because she ain't been around that long. I mean, but we don't know when the contract signed. He could have, they could have signed that contract before we even seen him on TV. Because we never saw the contract. I think she was saying that it was a three-year contract and it was over. Okay. Um, Yeah, but that scene to me, that scene to me was incredible. Because I was like, this scene is so 
because Mimi was like, Jocelyn, don't cry. And I was just sitting there like, Mimi, like, you still bent out of shape over this nigga. Here go Jocelyn, who's actually married or maybe not, quote, fingers married to this nigga. Like, yo, I, I, this, is, this is the straw that's breaking my back right now. Like, I can't pay for all these kids. And Mimi was just sitting there looking crazy. Like, I don't know. That scene was just, that scene was just so indicative of the difference between them to me because Jocelyn was out. Jocelyn was over. So she was like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not paying no more money. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying no more money for this motherfucker. Um, what was I about to say? Yeah, I do think that, that was a very, very real um, thing. I mean, but Jocelyn, she got a bang. She got Kay Michelle. She gonna be all right, you know. <laughs> she was begging me to let the take Stevie. <laughs> That almost makes me wonder, like, sometimes I'd be like, is the shit out of order? Because he was already staying with Mimi. My thing is, why are you staying with Mimi, my nigga? Because you can't afford a hotel. Go to a hotel. This is how you know, like, this is what I was saying. Like, this is how I know Jocelyn was not wrong. Because it's like, oh, can I just need to know if I can sleep? Nigga, you ain't got no boys whose couch you can sleep on. You're going over to Mimi because you know Mimi going to let you stay there. He got Benzino, but Benzino is Benzino around? I don't know. I just don't understand why. Are they even friends? No, they had the big fight or something, didn't they? Over Jocelyn and them. Anyway, I just thought that was just so telling that he went right to Mimi and Mimi let him stay. Because I'd have been like, well, I don't know. You want to leave your wife's house to come here? Like, you better go get a hotel. Um, Jocelyn was okay with it. I mean, because she don't care. She over it. And I feel that she bought her paper. Like, I'm not, you're not going to make me broke paying for your motherfucking kids. Um, and that's why I think they married because she was like, he coming after my money now. So, I mean, you can only do that if you married to somebody, right? Unless she mean that she was just paying it because he asked her, which uh, maybe. Um, no, I think, you know, he was, a, he probably, his money was probably a little funny between the drugs and the other shit. Like he just got back into to work again. Yeah. And I, I feel, I don't know. They look like they spend a lot of money. Um, the other thing I wanted to know to say about that episode is your girl Tommy, she oh, clearly needs crazy. some medication, right? This is what I'm saying. I'm like, this girl's not crazy. That's not normal. You crying one second. She jumped on that motherfucker like a fucking demon. Like she was fucking possessed. I'm like, that girl's imbalanced. She has, she's crazy. I mean, although Carly Red is a instigator, yeah, she bugged out, man. I'm not even talking People. about with the Carly Red. That was bad enough. Oh. I'm talking about with Scrap. When she oh, was with yeah, Scrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was yeah. fighting him. And I bet you she's hit him before. She looks abusive. She looks irrational. She looks like she has a mental, she needs medication. Because a person to be crying one minute, raging mad the next minute, can't sit down, always try. That's, that's, that girl's not, something wrong with her. See, and see, she's one of those women where it's like, you know, if he turned up in the news because he hit her or something. I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, not that I, I don't advocate for any domestic abuse, but so many cases, there's those, there's so many cases where the woman is doing that. And it's like, you can't expect, you can only, a person can only take so much, male or female. And you cannot expect this person, he's not perfect. You cannot expect him to not react. He a better person than I am, because you're not going to be doing that Sometimes shit. You do. I mean, no, he ain't shit. We all know. Right. But you can't do that, Tommy. And like, sometimes you just, you just do it can't. to let a nigga know. Now, look, I can fuck you up. Stop this shit. You know what I mean? Like, let me just let right. you know real quick. But, um, yeah, like, I, 
that girl something something wrong with her and i don't i don't know why you know this is what we keep talking about with black people like look everybody not tripping some people need medication and i think she does like that's not normal with her and um she makes sure she don't go to mama d doctor <laughs> yeah they they cute and then Ernest, a pastor is not a therapist black people Ernest talking about he gonna go to a therapist and went over to the pastor pastor is not a therapist unless he got some credentials i don't know why you go to a real therapist that's why y'all and rashida mama why was he talking to rashida mama i didn't get that either maybe i feel like he just wanted maybe to apologize for the incident earlier I mean, Ernest seemed like a cool dude. I mean, I give it to that. He seemed like a good dude. He seemed like he really trying to work it out. He don't seem like an asshole or nothing like that. And I feel like, he, I feel, excuse me, I feel like he was just trying to look, I'm sorry, let me explain to you why we had to leave and, you know, I ain't mean to mess the dinner up. Like, I feel like that's what that was about. He gotta be a good dude because you ain't gonna send me to jail. And then, <laughs> for real. And then, you love, he ain't no love. What love, bitch? He said, he went to jail for a long time, too. Like, it wasn't like no little 30 days. He was in there for, what, seven years? Right. Goddamn I mean, you did hard time. Ain't no love, bitch. All right. So that's all you got. Anything else you wanted to say on the episode? Uh, no. All right. So anybody got you fucked up? Outside of this motherfucking whatever the fuck this is I got. Yeah. That's it. Did they give you medicine or anything? Man, so, all right. So, you know, black people don't go to the, I don't go to the doctor. I don't want to keep so Monday was that Memorial Day. I woke up, my throat was scratchy. I was like, you know, whatever. Put some tussin on it. Was you smoking? Maybe you did you have did you have a blunt with somebody that was sick? No. What blunts? I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, if, allegedly. Huh? Let's say let's say you had been. Was you like? Could you? Was that could that have been? Nah, mm-hmm. I wasn't it. I mean, I was allegedly. I went to work and shit, and then I just got kept getting progressively worse till yesterday, or not the day before. I was like, damn, I can only get three words out at a time. Like, I would be talking, and I would be like, yeah. and, then I would, and then I would just like roar because I was forcing the words out. And I was like, man, what the fuck? So I went to the hospital, and I'm like, all right, I could go to urgent care, but they got Yeah, I had to do what I could to get fucking oxygen through my ear. 
airway. Yeah, that don't sound like no flu. The flu don't you really mess with your, your bronchioles like that. Like That's what I'm saying. And, like, the reason that I'm throwing up is because I got all this mucus and it agitated my stomach. That's why I threw up. Yeah. That's all I'm throwing up. I don't know. Maybe you caught some quick infection or something. I don't know. I mean, the fucking bird's nest gave you some shit. I don't they, know. They saying it's viral, but I'm like, yo, yeah, you know, it could be. I mean, I guess. Yeah, but anytime, anytime you can't breathe and your shit, because I get bronchitis all the time. That shit sucks. Not like that, but I mean, you, you feel your shit burning. You feel it like it's, I got a respiratory infection and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, what I, t- I told you I wanted to do the gays, and yeah. um, like, I'm tired of getting cruised by gay men. Like, nigga, they be staring at you. They be trying to catch you walking with you on the street. Nigga, I see you. Like, I see, like, I don't understand that about y'all. Like, all right, you thought I was a dude or whatever you thought, I don't know. But clearly I'm not now. Why are you still following me? Why are you still trying to get my attention? Like, why are you still, like, they're annoying. It's always white men, too. Like, they're super annoying. I'm trying to get on a train from work. This nigga trying to, you know, walk next to me and shit. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, I like, stop that. I hate that. That is, that's like, I see you. I'm not interested. I don't know why you interested. I don't know what you're trying to do here. Do I look like somebody that picks up strangers in the street? I know, listen, I don't know what the gays do, but I know y'all, you know, do shit that us lesbians don't do. So, I get it. That's the first one. And the second one is, you know it's tourist season in New York City, right? Mm-hmm. Tourists of New York City. I need y'all to stay the fuck out of the way. Plan your activities for not rush hour, because we're trying to get to work, and y'all in the way, y'all being slow, y'all stopping, y'all taking pictures, y'all standing in places y'all not supposed to stand, you on the east side, the east side is the business side, the east side is for business, there's no touristy shit over here, I don't know why you on the east side at 8.30 in the morning being in the fucking way, go to the west side, go downtown, that's for play. I don't know why you're standing at 42nd and Madison at 8 o'clock in the morning in the middle of the sidewalk trying to take pictures and looking all around and being in everybody's goddamn way. Do that shit when everybody is not trying to get to work. I'm fu- it ain't even June. It's June. Just turned June. I'm sick of y'all. Like, they are everywhere. They just not paying attention. Y'all walking out. Y'all smoking these cigarettes. Y'all walking mad slow. We're trying to get to work. We're trying to get to lunch. Please plan your activities. Not on y'all on the trains, lost, in the way, holding the trains up, trying to hold the door so your fucking grandma can come. Cut that shit out. Tired of y'all. Y'all gotta. They need to have like some kind of intro course before they allow you into Manhattan, or, like what to do and not do and where to do it at. And I don't know why y'all on the east side doing tour shit at eight thirty and, and, and nine in the morning, but you in the way. Please stop it. <laughs> They like what they be saying to you though. They don't be saying that. They just be oblivious. Like they just be like in your way. Like no, I mean the gay, the gay boys. Oh, they don't say you. You know how they are. Like you be on the train and they keep trying to cut their eye at you and get your attention. And it's like I see you. Like if I was interested, I, I'm not a dude. First of all, that's the first thing. I'm not a dude. And second of all, even if I was a dude, how you know I'm gay? And clearly I'm not interested, so can you just please stop it? Like, they do the most. I'm like, I see you. I see you, my nigga. Like, I see you staring at me. I see you sliding, trying to slide. I don't understand what it is that you're doing right now. Like, I don't get it. It don't bother me as much. It used to. It I used don't to understand really it. But I just be like, okay, hey, hey, babe, bye. I don't 
don't even do that. Like, I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand. Like, they just, whatever. If you was trying to cruise me, when it's clear I'm not interested, why, what are you doing? Like, I just, this one dude, I was walking to the train. I was in the train. You know, you walk to where you want to stand at. I usually walk to the front of the train because that way when I get off, I know where it's going to be at. He following me the whole way, standing next to me, smile. I saw, I see you, nigga. I see you. Like, they're the fucking worst. Alright. Alright, y'all. So, sorry we late. Um, that's this week, episode 59. Uh, what do you want to call it? I had dead in a whole house or whole house. <laughs> In a house mean? full of haters. House full of house of haters, or should we say hater house? House of haters. Let's say that. House of haters. <clears throat> what was the dead 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 in the whole house come from? Lamar Odom. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's better actually. That shit is funny. <laughs> dead in the whole house. That's kind of morbid though, because he he's struggling. That's not. That's that's two house of haters. I mean, but shit, nigga. Like of all places to almost die. Really? No Alright, you wanna do Dead in the Whole House? Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Dead in the Whole House. Episode fifty nine. <laughs> Dead in the Whole House. Thanks for listening. Um hit us up on our email at thanksforasking.com. Uh, no, thanks for asking at gmail.com, right? Hey, wait, what'd you say? What What's you our say email? Thanks for asking podcast. What is our email? Hey. Thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Got it. I don't know what the website is though. The SoundCloud. Uh-huh. Or Twitter is thanks for asking without the G, right? Uh, thanks underscore for asking. All right, we're going to go ahead and let you do it from now on because <laughs> fucking it up. All right, y'all. Thank you. Rate us. Like us. Um, sorry for being late. We're going to get this up as soon as we can. Um, Blame the birds. Thank you. Blame the birds. Yeah, Chelsea got the bird flu. All right, peace. All right, y'all.